Henry Ford said, you can't build a platform on what you intend to do. I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is God's Wisdom for Today, a weekday live broadcast series from the book of Proverbs. Just like a proverb, this show is a short, wisdom-packed nugget of truth teaching us how to live our lives well. The book of Proverbs is an invitation from God to step into the wisdom of God. It is a very practical roadmap for developing the skill of living. Let's dive into episode 38 today, and we're going to take a look at Proverbs 3, 4. We're going to look at it in two different translations. We're going to talk about the language and what it means, and then we're going to connect it to our everyday walking around lives by asking ourselves some questions. But before we get started with all that, let's pray. Father, I'm grateful for this opportunity to open your word today. I ask that, Spirit, you would be all over this broadcast, that the words that go out from here, the truth that your word gives us, that you would seal it into our hearts in such a way that you would cause us to change our behavior, that our lives would look different because of this encounter with you in your word. And I know I can't do that. So I ask you to do that. I ask that everything that we say and do in this space would be honoring to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a look at Proverbs 3-4. We'll have it in the ESV and the message today. The ESV reads, So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. The message says, Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. We're looking at a why today. Yesterday, we said that we should not lose steadfast love and faithfulness, that we should tie them around our neck and write them on our heart. We start today's verse with the word so. So we should do those things so that we get these results. The results of doing those things are that we find favor and success in the eyes of God and man. We're going to talk about kind of four different phrases today. We'll talk about the you will find and what that means, talk about good favor or reputation, about success, and about how we look in the eyes of man and God. Let's start with the first phrase that you will find. Finding something implies that we are looking for it. It implies an action on our part that we are taking. And because this whole phrase is a result of action, we're obviously doing something. But don't skip over the beauty in that the magnitude of this privilege that we will find. We don't have to wonder if God will be found by us. He will be found. But we can't be wallowing around in sin. One commentator said, We must be walking on the highway of holiness. We must be walking in the Spirit. Spiritual truth is only discerned spiritually. We must search, but we will find, because God is not a man that he should lie, but remain steadfastly faithful to his covenant promises. So what are we going to actually find in this case? Favor and good success. Favor is the common word used for grace. It's acts of kindness displaying one's pleasure with an object that also benefits the object of pleasure. So if you think about that phrase in terms of us and God, it is the act of kindness displayed by God to us, which benefits us. It's the idea that a person finds favor in the sight of another person or acceptance by that person. Acceptance is another way that that can be translated. This word plays a major role in helping us understand God's relationship with sinful men. We see that its first use is in Genesis 6-8, where it says, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. 
the result of this favor was that he was delivered by God from the judgment of the entire world through the flood. In a similar vein, the nation of Israel was granted by God to receive, quote, favor in the sight of the Egyptians. That's in Exodus 3.21, 11.3, and 12.36. We also see it in Joseph and Moses and David. David was a man after God's own heart, and 1 Samuel 3.36 says that everything he did pleased the people. And the meanings of the word favor can be grace or kindness or support or beauty or pleasantness, attractiveness, loveliness, affectionate regard. Basically, whatever is pleasant and agreeable can be described by this word. And also success. We receive success, which is a favorable outcome or an achievement. Sometimes it's associated with financial gain. It's life going well or turning out right. Now, the last phrase, inside of God and man, is interesting. It's telling us who's perceiving this success and who's granting the favor. The word for sight means to look in the eyes. Whether it is man able to look God in the eye or God able to look men in the eye, the implication of the word is similar. A man who does these things can look up to God and out to his fellow man with no sense of pretense, no sense or fear of being exposed. He is not living a double life. His approval is both before God and man. But God comes first in that list. It's said first, right? The one that really counts is God. Our lives are intended to bring glory to God. If this isn't accomplished, what do we gain? If we are not giving glory to God in our lives, what good is it? We can't be right before men if we are not right before God. We do find favor before men if we are doing these things. Another way to say this is the word found in the message translation. We have a good reputation. Your reputation is the general estimation that a person has in front of others, in the heart of others. Webster defines it as the overall quality of character, the nature of public perception, esteem, or regard. This verse says that one of the results of those actions that we talked about yesterday, steadfast love and faithfulness around our neck and carved in our hearts, is that not only God will look on us in favor, but so will others. Remember, just a reminder that this is Proverbs. So we're talking about general truth, not specific promises. There will be exceptions. But let me make a few comments on reputation. This is jumping ahead a little bit, but Proverbs 22.1 says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. And favor is better than silver or gold. So a good reputation is extremely valuable, better than wealth. One commentary said, As Christians, our number one priority is to represent Christ well to this lost and broken world. From Acts 1.8 Because Jesus is honest, kind, loyal, and honorable, we should strive to be those things as well. From Ephesians 5.1 And all of those qualities contribute to a good reputation. People evaluate the worthiness of our message based on our reputations as people of character. If we have poor reputations, our message is tainted as well. Dishonesty, gossip, and hypocrisy damage our testimonies and do not reflect the character of Jesus. Many will not heed our words when our reputations do not match what we claim to believe. That's a long quote, but it's truth. Do we need to be perfect? No. This doesn't mean that we have to live up to an impossible standard in order to have a witness. But if we are pursuing the wisdom of God, it will translate to our behavior, and we will find ourselves generally speaking in a situation like Jesus would. 
Luke 2.52 says Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. So let's ask ourselves some questions. Do you believe that you find favor and good success in the eyes of God? Why or why not? When I read the following statement, pay attention to how it makes you feel and how you respond to it. A man who does these things can look up to God and out to his fellow man with no sense of pretense and no fear of being exposed. How do you respond to that? Are there ways in which you are living a double life? And if so, what will you commit to doing about it? Lastly, we're going to have two questions about our reputation. How would you describe your reputation? And a reputation can be destroyed quickly, but it takes a long time to build. What is one step that you can take today to build a better reputation before God and man? Just one step. What would that be? If you want a place to think about that a little further, that was a lot of questions. We send out a set of free journal pages each Sunday evening in an email. And if you would like to be on the list to receive that set of journal pages, you can go to getwisdom.link backslash email. Getwisdom.link backslash email. And we'll be happy to send you those each Sunday evening. Now, as for me, I have two thoughts about this today. First, I think it can be really hard to judge your own reputation. I mean, sometimes it might be obvious and you might know. But it can be really hard to judge your own reputation. I think it would be an interesting exercise to ask a handful of people who know you kind of on the fringes, peripherally, not really well, but know about you and see what your reputation is. For example, I could ask a few church staff members who I have not worked closely with what they know of me or what they've heard of me. Or I could do a similar thing in any group of people, for example, your work environment or a gym or a school or volunteer organization. I think that would be a really eye-opening exercise. Second, I struggle with performing for approval, with the idea that I have to earn things. So the idea of finding favor with God, not because of the things I do, not because of the ways I perform, but simply on the basis of grace is hard for me to grasp sometimes. It's hard for me to remember. It's a good reminder that my favor is going to be found in front of God and man from my seeking after him, not my performing in the heart bent towards him, in my heart bent towards him, not in the things that I do in public. How about you? What will you do with what you've learned today? Let's close in prayer. Father, thank you for this opportunity to be in your word. I specifically ask today that you would help us see our reputation in light of your perspective and others' perspective and help us know one thing that we can do to make it better honor you one step towards better honoring you with our reputations. We ask for your wisdom today, not so much so that we would be successful, but instead so that we would better know you, better love you, and that we can better love other people. And we ask for it so that our lives can honor you. Teach us that kind of wisdom. Teach us the kind of wisdom that transforms our hearts into the likeness of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, y'all, so much for joining me today. If you found the broadcast helpful, it would be awesome if you would share it with a friend. It's more fun and we grow faster when we have friends along for the ride. If you're a podcast listener, it would be really helpful if you would subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It helps us reach more people so that we can help more people. We will be back again tomorrow with another, I think, two verses. And I think we will be at the most famous verses that we find in Proverbs. So come back tomorrow for that. We'll see you then. Thank you.